Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Hi, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today, but first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Nicole Blaze, Chief Executive Officer of Holyoke Chicopee Springfield Head Start. Happy to have you here on Business Talk. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nicole, um, um, H- uh, HCS Head Start describes itself as a, let me quote this, a multi-service agency that provides comprehensive programs, services, and support to local communities, families, and children, and provides early childhood education to prepare preschool children for kindergarten and for life. That's it in a nutshell, but how does it go about achieving those goals? Sure. So um, our Head Start program, the first thing I should say is Head Start is a national federally funded program. Uh, So Head Start is in all 50 states and U.S. territories. Um, The program began in 1965. uh, And the premise was um, if children had a healthy start, uh, if they were well-fed, well-nourished, uh, were connected to um, their pediatrician's offices, they would have a head start uh, in school and in life. And the population that um, this team of folks who created Head Start was looking at were children from low-income families and really thinking about what types of opportunities might they not have as compared to their other to other peers who may have other opportunities afforded to them. And so um, the summer program was born in 1965 with a focus on health uh, and nutrition. Um, the education and all of those pieces came out, uh, came afterwards. But the program really um, uh, takes a look at the whole child. Uh, so we're very interested in, of course, the early education piece but we're equally as interested in the health, uh, the mental health, uh, the nutrition, uh, healthy children are ready to learn all of those things that we have learned over the years, as well as making sure because we're working with infants, toddlers, and preschoolers, that we have a very robust uh, family engagement uh, program that really honors and supports parents in the role of their child's Mm. first teacher. Yeah, the, um, from what I read, the organization seems to prioritize involving families as much as possible, you know, and offering those opportunities for families to engage in the child's education and in, in, in the programs of Head Start. Uh, kind of go in a little more detail on, on to why that's so important to kind of um, sort of maintain that connection and involve them so fully. Sure. Well, you know, um, research just tells us um, that the more involved parents are in their child's education, uh, the better off uh the child will do. And really kind of getting parents engaged uh, in the early years uh, to keep them engaged, you know, now and uh, 
elementary, middle, high school, and hopefully uh, wherever the, the child decides to go, college, the trades, um, uh, but that uh, the parent is um, engaged and connected uh, and helping to navigate um, and, you know, have that child uh, be successful. And so we really look uh, at programming for parents uh, and families too, in terms of understanding um, child growth and development. What should I expect my child to be able to do as a preschooler? When should they be uh, recognizing or beginning to write their names? Um, how can I uh, make sure that there's learning happening at home? And of course there's learning happening at home. And sometimes, you know, we just help parents kind of maybe recognize that a little bit better. Um, just to, just to make sure that those connections are being made. So they're going on a walk in their neighborhood and they're doing a, a scavenger hunt or they're looking at signs and finding the letter J because that's, you know, Joe, uh, you know, all of those things just to really help, um, you know, the child uh, uh, learn and, and build vocabulary and just uh, be curious about learning um, so that learning is fun. And we're kind of building all of those great habits uh, in the early years. Uh, so, cause we are only with the, the kiddos for a little bit and they go back with their parents. And so that's why we're equally interested and in working very closely, um, with parents as well. I think that's great. It's, you know, the whole knowledge and education is power, not just what you're teaching the kids, but also communicating to the parents what they need to know so they can kind of continue the work at home. I think that's a, exactly. a really solid model, obviously. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, I uh, it seems that what, um, what, one of the things that makes Head Start unique, as you said, is is this approach to family support, you know, nutrition, as you mentioned, but there's mental health supports, there's other supports, you know, how important are those things these days? Oh, gosh, I mean, they're always important, but obviously, um, uh, you know, I think we've all seen how important not only our physical health is, but just our, our mental wellness is. And so for a long time, and again, I think this is why, uh, for those of us who have been working in Head Start, we've been here a, a long time. You know, I'm, I'm, I consider myself the new uh, CEO for the program. And, you know, uh, although I've been with the agency uh, quite a while, um, this is a new role for me. But what keeps me um, here is that just because there are so many different facets to the program. And so we're uh, fortunate to have um, a small but mighty uh, mental health team that has our uh, clinicians um, who work um, and are a strong support to our educators, but also who connect to uh, families as well um, who may be struggling. Because again, our goal is also to make sure families are connected to the community. Um, so families are aware of the resources that are available. Um, our clinicians sometimes uh, can help to navigate um, you know, families through uh, the healthcare system, uh, you know, finding bilingual uh, therapists or, you know, whatever it is that is needed, um, doing some parent meetings or some parent workshops on, you know, stress management and, um, you know, dealing with, uh, be, you know, children's behaviors that challenge us as adults, um, sure. you know, finding some strategies, again, really to, you um, all in an effort to focus on the quality of life and, um, you know, the wellness for the family uh, in general. So we have our clinicians, we do have a health team that's on staff too, to make sure children are connected to medical and dental homes, which just means that they have a pediatrician, they have a dentist, 
that they can go to. Um, you know, so again, it's just looking at, you know, all areas of, of what we think, uh, when we talk about healthy development, you need all of those pieces um, to really look at it. So, and we have a team that works together too. So of course our educators are focused on, you know, educating the children, doing their lesson plans and all of those things. And so they have, uh, you know, a view on what's, you know, going on with the child, but then we have our mental health clinicians who might have some other information that is a piece to the puzzle. And then we have a wonderful, um, family engagement team. And we have family service coordinators who work directly with uh, families helping to bridge home and school. Um, So again, by kind of looking at that holistic approach, everyone having a piece with the family and child in the center and and the family in that um, driver's seat, uh, you know, um, we are really uh, able to, you know, do a lot of wonderful things uh, for families. We teach families and they teach us even more. Do, do you feel like some of the um, the needs that you're meeting were sort of exacerbated um, in the last few years during the pandemic? And, and, and how much, how challenging was it, was it to deliver services during that time? Well, you know, um, it has been a wild ride <laughs> the last <laughs> couple of years. I think we are all, uh, still recovering a little bit. Um, you know, when uh, everything first happened that following school year, you know, we followed suit with what the public schools were doing around us. Uh, and a lot of the public schools uh, were going remote. And of course, we have um, a wonderful workforce of early childhood educators uh, who mostly are women and who mostly also have children who were in the public schools and um, had a little bit of a dilemma uh, in having to stay home to work. And um, so it was a little bit challenging, but we decided um, to follow suit and go remote as well. Um, And creating these virtual classrooms, uh, giving parents uh, tablets and hotspots to stay connected to the teachers and our family service coordinators doing driveway visits and uh, dropping off emergency food or, you know, whatever it was. Uh, I think we got very creative in in the ways uh, to stay connected uh, to families. You know, some of those practices we've still held on to. um, And, uh, you know, some of the, over the last few, this particular school year, kind of getting back to uh, the things that we used to do prior to COVID in terms of, you know, again, welcoming families into the classroom, uh, into the building, encouraging families to volunteer, uh, doing a lot of, you know, our monthly parent meetings. We have a wonderful, it's like our version of the PTO. We have a policy council of uh, parents who are elected from each site that works closely with the leadership team here uh, to, again, ensure that there is a parent voice at every level to make sure that what we're doing in terms of programming is responsive uh, to family needs. So we're not just saying we're the experts, this is what we think you need. And so this is what we're going to do. Um, You know, we're a a flexible program uh, that is going to um, almost on demand, uh, create that programming that families are asking for. That's great. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. 
We're talking today with Nicole Blaise, a Chief Executive Officer of the Holyoke Chicopee Springfield Head Start. Uh, Nicole, tell me a little bit about your background and how you came to be in this role. Sure. So um, I um, have been a resident of this, of Springfield uh, uh, for a long time. I went through the public schools here and, um, you know, when I uh, graduated from my undergrad, which was a long time ago, um, I really wanted to work in and for the community. So I knew that. And so I have, you know, sociology degree with a uh, social work um, focus uh, for my undergrad. So I knew that I, I um, you know, wanted to help people in, in some way, shape or form. Um, interesting story. So my, uh, this was before computers, before email, my mother would often cut out newspaper articles. Uh, from the Republican. And I was working for my alma mater up in the Berkshires. Um, and she knew I wanted to kind of get back closer to Springfield. And so she cut out a newspaper article that um, uh, wrote about uh, Holyoke Chicopee Head Start, um, becoming Holyoke Chicopee Springfield Head Start and coming, uh, setting up shop in the Springfield, the city of Springfield. Sure. And so she said, I'm sure they're going to be looking for jobs. This would be right up your alley. And your former preschool teacher is now the Head Start director. And so I said, well, I don't think I'll remember the preschool, my preschool, my preschool teacher. But yes, I will certainly um, send an inquiry. You know, so I sent the inquiry and long story short, drove down the Mohawk Trail to come to a um briefing session, like, um, you know, an informational session about all of the new jobs that were going to be offered. And um, so my, I told my mom, thank you very much. I was going to this informational session. She said, don't forget to say hello uh, to uh, your preschool teacher, um, who is Janice Santos. And I said, certainly, of course, I will. So um, I waited, um, you know, this, a lot of people were there and, um, about 15, 20 minutes into the program, Janice walks into the room and I say to myself, oh my goodness, that is Miss Janice. Like everything <laughs> just came flooding back to me. So, uh, long story short, you know, I reintroduced myself. I waited in this like little reception line. Um, and I was interested in, uh, they had a parent involvement coordinator position that they were looking for. And I thought that was just kind of right up my alley. So, um, I introduced myself and said, I don't think you'll remember me, but I promised my mother I would say hello. <laughs> uh, I said, you know, my name is um, Nicole Blaze now, but it was Abernathy. And before I could even get out my maiden name, she was like, oh my God, look at your <laughs> Oh my God. How's your mother? How's your sister? How's your grandmother? And then she turns and she's like, Head Start works, people. Head Start works. <laughs> I'm not surprised about that with Janice. Exactly. So, you know, long story short, uh, that's kind of how I started my my Head Start uh, journey. One, of course, as a preschooler many moons ago, um, and then, of course, uh, you know, working in the program and then just kind of working my way up over the years. But I think, too, what Head Start does and what it did it for what it did for my mother, who um, was recently divorced, looking for a a place, uh, you know, looking for childcare, uh, so she could go back to school. 
Um, so it really, you know, it helps um, to stabilize families and it helps to give families a, a safe nurturing place, uh, you know, to enroll their, their preschooler while they might continue looking for that job, going back to school, um, you know, dealing with whatever they're dealing with um, while their child is in a safe and nurturing environment. So it's just, you know, it's a pretty cool um, program. And like I said, no day is ever like the other. So it, it keeps me on my toes. So speaking of that, I, I know um, you're not only encouraging enrollment at this time, but you're also hiring. Yes. Um, what would you say is like, it's like to work for Head Start? And why do, you, why do you think it's a great place where people should apply? Sure. And I think to, to your um, question, Joe, about, uh, you know, the, the pandemic and kind of some of the other, um, you know, ripple effects we've seen from the pandemic. And I think it's been um, the workforce issues. Yeah. And so early ed is, is um, you know, hasn't been shielded by that. And we did lose quite a few, um, quite a few staff members over the last couple of years as a result of the pandemic. So we're, um eagerly, uh, you know, looking for teachers and, and, and support staff to come, you know, to come back through the doors. Um, so I think, you know, working for Head Start, uh, you know, from the teacher lens, I think it's just a wonderful opportunity to be able to have that support team, you know, so that you do have a clinician, you have a health person, you have your family support staff, you know, uh, so that there's there. there are concerns or issues going on, you have a whole team to reach out uh, to, to support your, your classroom. Uh, so there's a lot of supports uh, that Head Start offers. Um, we have a wonderful uh, embedded professional development. Um, so, you know, certain uh, certifications require a certain amount of hours, you know, to keep your certifications. And we're able to do that, um, you know, within the course of the year uh, during work time. Uh, so I think that's very beneficial. Sure. Uh, and, you know, so all of the, um, so those pieces are, I think, quite helpful. You know, our facilities, we take really good pride in our facilities. So just the work environment, the physical locations, um, we do a great job at, uh, you know, keeping, you know, keeping up with. Um, so I think that's important where you work, the space that you work out of is, is really important. And then this is really what we say at Head Start, it's hard work too. So it's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's hard work for sure. Um, you know, I think uh, it, it, teachers are extremely special people um, who, you know, want to work directly with, whether it's a group of infants and toddlers or whether it's 17 to 20 uh, preschoolers, um, you know, that takes a very special kind of person. So, uh, you know, we work really hard at making sure we're taking care of our staff. We have a big staff wellness initiative uh, to make sure that our staff are well taken care of so they can take care of our little ones. Um, so I think we just, ha and we have, you know, our core values in terms of teamwork and flexibility and all of those things. Um, I think it's um, an ideal <laughs> uh, environment. We, uh, be I will also say, because we're federally funded, we have a lot of rules and regulations, and we are um, constantly um, having some type of audit or review uh, from the Fed. So, you know, again, we're, we're federally funded, we're using taxpayer dollars, we're making sure that we're being good stewards of those dollars, um, sure. because the program for eligible families, uh, it's free. 
you know, so that's the other um, great thing. You know, we're working with some um, families who would not be able to afford to give their child an early learning experience before kindergarten. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just, we really try really hard, uh, you know, to create everything and look at everything through the lens of our families as well as our staff um, to make sure that um, they're well taken care of. And I will say we're doing a lot of work too. I mean, I think their early education and care field um, uh, is a little behind the eight ball with wages. Mm. Uh, so we've been spending a lot of time as a Head Start community, national community, as well as uh, local programs, um, really advocating for uh, increases to uh, teacher wages because they've been very low for a very long time. That's important. And just finally, for you personally, um, how gratifying is it for you to be in this position that makes such a difference in the lives of these families, whether it's preparing kids for the next phase of their lives or, or empowering families to achieve more stability at home? I mean, how, how satisfying is that for you? Yeah, it is. You know, um, it's sometimes very stressful, <laughs> but um, no, it's, you know, it's, it's humbling and, you know, I just... Uh, try uh, really hard to make sure that, you know, everything is in place for all of this magic stuff to happen. Um, but it is, and I, I get to work very closely with that policy council I mentioned, that mm. APTO, um, which is really wonderful for me to stay connected, so closely connected with a group uh, of parents. And we often have um, every year, for parents who want, they might either write a letter or offer testimony. Um, and it's really powerful. And it's wonderful for the staff to hear because, you know, we just go, 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 do, 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 do. And we kind of forget that, oh, what we're doing is making an impact. So the days that feel really rough and tough is you kind of pull out that letter. And if I, I'm so glad I took that parenting class because, or I'm so mm. glad that I, I took that workforce readiness program because I forgot all of the things I wanted to do, you know, whatever, whatever it is for that. Um, you know, we have one mom who is on our policy council and um, she says, I, I, I'm not being dramatic, but Head Start saved my life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, right. So she, so, so I don't take any of that for granted. I don't take any of that for granted. Um, and I, I just, I am honored that, um, you know, the board selected me to, to continue doing the work that I love. So yeah, it is an honor. That's great. I can't believe how fast this went, but that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you, Nicole, for spending a few minutes with me this morning to talk about your important work. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.